Chiniga Analytic Business Solutions, CABS, a 2020 Washington Post top workplace, is looking for professionals like you in the Greenbelt, Maryland area to join its team. CABS specializes in engineering and IT for federal agencies and offers a competitive benefits package and an appreciation for work-life balance. Does this sound like a good fit for you, your career, their mission? Fulfill the mission and apply for your next career move today. Visit chenegaabs.com to learn more. Uh, this thing is massive. The low-lying sections of uh, Manhattan. It is staying on course to head north, with major American cities still in its crosshairs. That is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. And we're, of course, uh, battening down the hatches for our latest storms. This is chaos. I never saw anything like this in my life. When you go down that road, the devastation just continues for miles. The disaster is the worst crisis since World War II. Since the Great Depression. It's my day Friday, bitches. We had Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? All those nice things people said about us. What? And was, that was all about us. No, was it? The worst disaster since World War II. Do you remember when I texted you? I was at a Redskin Dolphins football game with my brother, dad, and sister. And they were playing this song. And I texted you and I was like, they're playing the Terminus song. Yeah, that you we thought pl- we hit Terminus is what you thought little John was yelling? Yeah. Turbulence. We hit, we hit turbulence. Make, makes way more sense. The now. song is actually called Turbulence. It's yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Aoki and Little John. Uh, Terminus, isn't that the place in um, Walking Dead? It is. Do you know why it's called that, Carla Murray? No. So Walking Dead is based in the Atlanta area. Yeah. And Atlanta, the only reason Atlanta is a major city, because if you look at it, it's one of the first cities that wasn't built by a large body or near a large body of water. Right. There was a huge um, railroad terminal there. A terminus. Mm. So that's what they call it. A termini. That. No. Termini would be more than one. Yes. It was one of them, but it was huge. Terminal is one. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, the grammar lesson on terminals. Termini. Uh, so <laughs> before, and I'm going to talk about a text I just got from my mom a little uh, in a little Ooh. bit, but I was on the phone with my mom, I think it was yesterday, and she made a request for the podcast, Carla Marie. She listens? She, yeah, she does. Every now and then. Um. She wants us to stop arguing as much. She said, we sound like the parents from Everybody Loves Raymond. (laughs) (laughs) So she thinks we should stop arguing. That is the best explanation. I I can't even think of their names. The The old old, people. Yeah, yeah, the old people. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying not to argue with you. So I'm going to say thank you when I say anything negative. um, George? No. George is the brother? No. I don't know. Deborah Louise Waylon Barone, that was, okay. that's her that's full a, name. Yeah, that's her actual Patricia name. Heaton and Robert Culp. I Those are their actual names. Though. What are their names in the show? I just told you, Deborah. And? No, that's her name. That's the that's that's the wife's name. You give me. A You're not good at this uh, Google thing, are you? Uh, Ray Romano. Yes. Brad Garrett is that the Brad Garrett's the brother? That's his actual name. Okay. Oh, Marie and Frank. There you go. <laughs> You are Frank a Marie. Marie. That's weird. You are a Marie. All right, so we'll just have nice podcasts from now on. We should. But also, I got I uh, read one of the emails that we got in this, uh, this past week, mm-hmm. and someone said they enjoy us bickering at each other. I did so see I'm that. So I'm very, very torn here. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, there will be another text message I uh, talked about. I'm going to talk about from my mom. But what do you got going on this week? This week? This weekend, whatever. Well, tomorrow we're hosting an event, which I'm super pumped about. Um, 
the oh the bowling one yeah Bolero it's in Linwood Washington it's this new like bowling alley that's opening it's got like games all kinds of stuff and tomorrow everything is going to be free and we're there from two to four and without bickering I'm really good at bowling and I'm pumped to beat you I don't think you're and we will will like um. We'll post post this on something on at worst Anthony is, or whatever. This is the one activity where I think I could school you. Like you're even a better colorer than me sometimes. Well, it's it's a more level playing field than most athletic activities. Mm-hmm. And not that you can't perform another, but I've just. But you're stronger, bigger, faster, yeah, smarter, I, sexier. <laughs> what? No. You said it. I did. I'm, I said it, and I meant it. What is that from? I don't know. Just wanted to say it. Um, but then we have the Super Bowl, and you're hosting a Super yes. Bowl party, and without bickering, it's going to suck. It's not going to suck. <laughs> any party, any gathering is kind of what you make of it. If you go into it with a negative attitude, Carla Marie, mm. it will suck. Here's my problem. Here, okay. Tell you us. haven't, like, it's Super Bowl, and you're, you don't cook. No. And you haven't even ordered anything that's no. going to be there. You need to order what do I wings. Need to, what do I need to order? Wings. I can make wings. I've made wings before. What? You just bake some some wings and you throw some Frank's Red Hot in there. No. Bang. Done. No. Boom. Pow. Zang. Said Zip. The, said the guy who left raw chicken in his refrigerator for two disgusting. months. It was disgusting, yeah. That was a terrible smell. Well, the only problem is oh. Hooters is way too far. Hooters <laughs> is down in Tacoma. What I would have done. And, and I've once done again, it, Anthony getting takeout from Hooters. I would have done it. It's the I, most ridiculous thing ever. I would have done it because I did it years ago at my cousin Chris's house when the Raiders lost the Super Bowl to the Bucks. I brought in, it was just me, my cousin Chris, and my cousin Alex, I believe. And I bought a, uh, a 50 tray of wings from Hooters. I thought we needed 50 for six people. All drums, by the way. Okay. I don't do wings. I do, I do drums. They're just much easier. Are you one of those people that can, like, eat the wings? No. Suck it dry? No. My friend could do that. It's the most. He puts his whole hand in his mouth to do it. For anyone listening in the New York area, the guy who runs Q1043, which is the classic rock station there, he can do that. He can take a a chicken wing, put it in his mouth. Yeah, my friend. Rip all the meat off. Disgusting. And he can also eat um, a regular sized apple in one bite. The problem with my friend Mike, who does it, he'll like be talking to girls at a bar eating wings and be like, hey, do you want to see something awesome? And he does it and I'm like, Mike, that is disgusting. Hey, girl. Hey, girl, hey. He did it to our friend Liz once. What's your name? Liz? <laughs> hey, I'm Mike. Do you want to see me suck this chicken wing? <laughs> he d- that's exactly what he did. Does that turn you on? But half of it, like, <laughs> up to his first knuckle. Does your knuckles have different names? Like, knuckle layer one, knuckle layer two? No, just say my index finger knuckle or my middle finger knuckle. No, no, no. Like this knuckle versus this knuckle. Oh, I would say the top. Well, what's top? Top is the one closest to your fingers. It's fingertips. What are you asking? Middle knuckles. Okay, that's fine. Middle. <laughs> he puts all the way up to that into his mouth. No, like hold a wing. Hold a wing. Oh, that's weird. So he, he puts it in that like little finger pyramid yeah. shape and then. Yeah. How do you. Okay, please don't throw up. You're going to gag yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How does he even fit it there? I don't know. That's weird. So yeah, wings. Okay, so other than wings, what are you what are you expecting? I think you should order like two sandwiches and have them cut up into little. I was thinking about a pizza. From where though? From no like... offense to people of Washington, but we're gonna have pizza at a Super Bowl party. No, but it wouldn't be like a a regular Jersey style or New York style pizza. Which Jersey is better? And we all know that. Um, it would be more of like a specialty pie from like a Ballard Pizza Company. One That's of those true. crazy. One of those like. 
pizzas that you it's kind of thin with crazy toppings on it. Uh, we could do that. We can also there's a list that was put out by the Stranger, play, uh, like a little um, publishing publication publication words there you go. here in Washington that the ten best pizzas and there was one that's like a Sicilian pie. So would you like that? Would that make you happy if I ordered that for the the Super Bowl? Yeah, party? and I'll make my buff chick dip. Why do you keep calling it buff chick? Because it's <laughs> it's buffalo chicken. But it's so much easier to say buff chick dip. No, you, no, it. I mean, maybe less syllables. BCD. I'd rather you call it BCD. All right. So you're making buffalo chicken dip, which this is, I know, buffalo sauce and chicken, but what is in buffalo chicken dip? Um, It's Frank's Red Hot chicken. Usually canned chicken, but I'm going to poach my chicken to make it nice and fresh. Oh, you're going to, like, really do this? Yeah. And cream cheese. And Cream cheese? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You eat it. You've had it before. I have? Yeah. Cream oh. cheese and um, shredded mutts. Mozzarella. Mutts. No bickering. No bickering. That's fine. <laughs> this is a way quieter podcast. <clears throat> Are we done with this? T- no, <laughs> I just wanted. I want to talk about the mutts thing. Do you say mozzarella? Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Yeah. Like you're looking at me like I'm saying it wrong. Not mozzarella. It's mozzarella. The mozzarella. I'm sticks. sure you have words that you say different. Um, I mean, they're pronounced a little different, but it's mostly because... Like, I would say hummus. That's different, though. No. It's, I'll tell you why it's different. Because when we say hummus, the letters are all still there. But it's that's just a not di- a sound we make in America. Exactly. It's that's, the same thing. No. Because what <laughs> Italians do is they change the whole word. It's, it's the same it's thing. It's still spelled... No, no, no. Because the English... You trans- make sounds that my throat doesn't do. And that's fine. The English translation of Arabic words doesn't come across sometimes because of the the weird sounds and stuff. And I'm sure it's the same, same in thing. a lot of languages. No, it's not the same because Italians can say mozzarella. And just like Americans can say mozzarella easily, but that's not how it's <sighs> how do spelled. I say it? Hummus. Yeah, it's like no. a <sighs> I don't like that. It makes my throat hurt. Okay, well then don't say <laughs> it. Baba Ganoush is spelled, it, it's pronounced kind of the same. Hmm. Like if I was to order at my uncle's restaurant, I'd say I'd get an order of Baba Ganoush, which I don't, really, I don't really like. Falafel. Falafel. What? You don't, it's, not, it's not a long A. Okay. It doesn't say. Uh, like if I was going to my uncle's restaurant, I would say, um, bid, the, bid the falafel. Yeah, but, but I would Which is just, say, I want falafel. Okay, now you're just speaking another language. Yeah. That's, okay. Talk about saying words. <laughs> You can't compare the two, though. You can't compare not being able to pronounce hummus properly to <laughs> Italians making words up. Maybe you made words up. You know what? My brother works at a fine dining Italian he says establishment. And he also says bippity boppity. Yeah. Like regular Italians. <laughs> I just think Italians, especially in New York and New Jersey, make words up. Gabagool? What is gabagool again? Capicola? Yeah, how? How does that even work? Because when you say it in Italian, that's how you say Calamari. it. Calamari. Galamond. No. Because you say it fast. Because you're like, Calamari. <laughs> that's not how it works. You know, that's what I was named after. You were named after fried squid? Just kidding. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Because it's funny. <laughs> okay, what else do you got, Carla Murray? We have a crap ton of emails. Do we want to do that? Um, before we get into emails, mm-hmm. do you believe in lucky numbers? Yes. Because I got a text message from my mom. This is what I was going to talk about before. 
Um, my parents, I guess, are doing one of their football pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually know? checking my numbers now. So my mom said, what are your favorite numbers? Because before you actually get, before you fill it out, each of those boxes in a football pool is numbered. No. Yes. Not numbered in terms of the score. Oh, right. But numbered in terms of which box it is. Yes, It goes right. from box you're number correct. one to box number 100. So I've been on ones where it's just empty, though. Yeah. But sometimes if you're doing it, especially if you're not having people fill them out physically every time, people will say, hey, can you give me box number 25 okay. or box whatever. So my mom texted me and said, pick some, some lucky numbers. And I responded with a bunch of them because I didn't know what was open. I said 23, 12, 55, 6, <gasps> and 85. 12 is one of mine. Well, it's, it's recently one of mine. Um, she already had 23 and 85, which is my birthday. Right, the year right. I was born. Um, and then she went with 55, which is part of my address. That's why 55 is one of your favorite I was numbers. just kind of giving her numbers. I realized I didn't give her 93, though. That's our but how do you how do you pick your favorite numbers? Are they just numbers that relate to you, and that's why you think they're lucky? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to because see Because 23 has never been actually lucky for me. 12 became lucky for me because it... I think it's one year for softball. I got that number, and apparently was my dad's softball number when he played, and I'd had a good year, so I just made 12 my lucky number. Okay. And then I would always win boardwalk games when I played it on 12, so it became my lucky number. Okay. Uh, seven because it's seven, and eight because that was my favorite number growing up. Why was eight your favorite number? Because it was an even number, and I was obsessed with even numbers, even more than I am now. You know there are a lot of other even numbers you could have. Four was nice, but eight was double four, so it was better. What about 16? Because that's triple four. Nah, too many to count. I can't count it on all my hands. All your hands? Both of your hands? <laughs> all of How them. How many hands did you have all growing up? All of them, up? too. All hands. Um, no, I don't think 23 has actually ever served me well. But I picked. You know why? Because 2 plus 3 is 5, and 5 is an odd number. Don't do it. 23 is also oh, an five. odd number. 5 is also. <laughs> you know that, right? Lucky for me because March 5th. It's my birthday. Has it actually been lucky, though, or do you but, just like it? No, but I think my birthday recently came out in the lottery back in New Jersey. My parents were pissed they didn't play it. Oh, your actual birthday? 305, I think, came out. 305, 42? When were you born? Just 305. Oh, okay. 88. I just said that. <laughs> um, I think. But I picked 12. I threw 12 in there because we're in Seattle. 12. 12s. It's a football number for a football pool, so I thought maybe it made sense. But I realized I didn't give her 93, which I should have. Yeah, I'm waiting on uh, my mom to send mine and see what numbers I got. How much is your, your football pool? My mom buys us each a box every year as a gift. and then Who runs that pool? I think is it someone she at does. her work? No, she does sometimes. Your mom's a hustler? Yeah. But my sister, Ashley, does a confusing one I told you about. What did you tell me? I, you didn't want to do it. You said, oh, I don't do that. Seems like a smart choice because you don't even know what it is. I don't know. It's like every minute somebody wins. Oh, I've done. Don't I mean, send me pictures and not highlight my number, my oh, name. So now you just have to look through it. Oh, and everybody's a Marie on this pool. <laughs> are the uh, are the teams and the numbers selected? Yeah, it's all like done already. Yeah. Let me see. I can find it. Uh, what do you mean you can find it? I'm looking for my own name. So we're just going to wait here? <laughs> Carla Marie. <gasps> what do you have? Number. The box is 93. Nine and she three. She must have done no, no, no. Like she must have picked box oh, ninety three for me. Cool. Um, Patriots eight. Okay. Uh, Eagles nine. Okay, it could end up being. I mean, twenty nine, twenty eight. My mom's in two pools. She said, and she has eight and zero for like say Patriots Eagles, and in the other pool it's flipped zero oh, that's good. eight. Yeah, that's good. So she's gonna win. Doesn't have to worry. I did. I managed a pool once. Yeah, I remember when, this when I was at uh in New York at zero hundred. And everyone got really mad. 
Because what'd you do? Because I won over a thousand dollars. I um, it was one of the pools where you can uh, win money every time your score comes up. It's not just like first quarter, second quarter, third and fourth. Yeah. Every time your score comes up, you win money. And it was the year that the Giants beat the Patriots. And I ended up with three of the four quarters and all of the different times that I, because I also bought, I I didn't sell it out. So I ended up buying, I think, eight boxes. I remember this. But it worked out for me. Absolutely. I only had to pay like one person. It's pretty awesome. Um, can we talk to our friend Leia, who's in studio? Yeah, sure. Put her on the mic. Go to the mic. Okay. Le- so Leia is from the Netherlands. She's mm-hmm. living in Seattle for how long has it been? A year? Uh, Almost a year? Yeah, more than a year. Like two or three months. What we are talking about right now. Yeah. Do you have any idea? I have no clue. Yeah, I didn't think I so. I have no clue. Do people bet on sports in the Netherlands? I bet they do, but like now that I know of. Well, she's also 19. No, you're 20 now. 19. Yeah, she's 19. 19. So... She wouldn't really know too much about that. No, but that. you could start drinking when you're 18 in the Netherlands. True. True. Oh, that sucks. And then you come I here? I know. <laughs> That's were you, unfair. So before you moved here, were you still 17? No. So okay. I turned 18 in October, and then I moved here in January. So, so you had a couple months to actually enjoy yeah, life. So, yeah, right. And then <laughs> You're better off. Less calories. <laughs> True. True. But um, when do you go back again? Uh, June. Go back in June. What have you thought of America? Was this your first time in America yeah, when yeah. you moved here? Yeah. So you moved from the Netherlands to here without ever being here before. Mm-hmm. And you knew you were going to be here for over a year. Yeah. Was it scary? <laughs> it was, for sure. Um, I had no idea what it was going to be like. Of course, like, you hear stories, stuff like that. Uh-huh. But What are the stories? What yeah, did you, yeah, what what did you stories, think America stories. was going to be like before you got here? Um. Well, just everything, like, bigger and, like, mm-hmm. you know. Louder. Louder. <laughs> and usually back home when people say America, you usually think just New York or something like that. Okay. So Seattle, I didn't really have like a good picture of anything. Well, how did you end up in Seattle? Um, well, my host family that I'm working for um, is living here. So okay. So she's, so, a, she's nannying. Yeah. Um, um, so you I believe it's called an au pair. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so you entered into this agency and they just, you could have been paired up anywhere. In yeah. The, okay. And that's how you yeah. ended up in Seattle. Right. So you took a get, you could have ended up in Kansas. the middle of the country yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <gasps> and you said, screw no, it, I'm going no matter what. Yeah. Well, the matching process, like, you have to accept it too. So okay. it, it's not that you're just going to, you know, that they're just going to place you somewhere and be like, okay, have fun this year. Is that's this cool. something? Because when I, when I lived in Ridgewood um, in New Jersey, there were a couple of au pairs from, I think they were from Norway. I think they were Norwegian. Is it okay. so, is it like really common there to do a program like this? Um. Well, right now there's a lot of uh, German au pairs for some reason. Okay. Um. But like, did your friends but, from high school do this? No. Just you. Yeah. I just wanted to do something different. Like I just didn't want to go straight into college. Which is so smart. Um. So all your yeah. other friends either went to a job or went to college. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is uh, it, it? I think it's so. I'm a little jealous. Cool what she's doing because. At 18 years old, do you really need to go to another four years of school? Like, sometimes your brain needs a break. And by coming here, when you moved here, what did you want to do after being, when you first moved here? Mm -hmm. Did you know what you wanted to do? Not really. Like, a little bit, but not, not like, totally sure. Okay. And then Um, she was listening to us one day and emailed me saying, I'm interested in radio. Would you mind if I come in the studio? Since then, she's hung out with us, like, four times, I think, on air. And she's going to go to school for radio when yeah, she goes back. Awesome. It's a terrible decision. Really? Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> do it We've been telling her that, but it's still it. cool. 
So, okay, you thought when you pictured America before you got here. Yeah. You knew it was going to be big. You thought New York City, um, loud. Right. <laughs> what is your idea of America now? And you can be mean because we will laugh. We probably agree. Well, don't be too mean. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. It's um, when I first came here, it wasn't that different, actually. Wow. Um, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, everything is bigger and like um, stuff like that. Uh, oh, food is different. How? <laughs> what? Um, well, I like the food back home better. What is it's food just, back home in? in... Um, it's more, uh, well, one thing, like the <laughs> bread. The bread here is not that good. Okay, yeah, but <laughs> the you need to have. here is not that good. <laughs> you need to have New Jersey bread, I think. Okay, I'll go there. New Jersey bread is a little bed. different. Damn, I just looked up where the Netherlands are. Netherlands are. They're far. Yeah. It's far. It's um a 10-hour flight from like straight from Seattle to Amsterdam. Which way do you fly? Um do you go Do you go over America or yeah. over the Pacific? No, no. Over it's over America, America right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean it's you could almost go both ways. Well, no, cuz it's it would take probably an extra 6 uh, hours yeah, yeah, if you yeah, went yeah, the yeah. other way. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I just stopped in New York though, so I flew from yeah. Amsterdam, New York and then okay. New York. Okay. Seattle. So when you're from the Netherlands, your biggest city is Amsterdam, right? Yeah. And you're considered Dutch. Mm-hmm. And you're close to Germany. I'm learning this. Are you oh, learning about the uh, about the Netherlands now? Just by looking at a map. Have you ever been to Italy? Yes. Do they say mozzarella? I don't know. I've never heard them say that. <laughs> <Huh>. Interesting. <laughs> My sister so, is in uh, Italy right now. I find will, out. I will ask her. I'll text her. They're twins, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> um, would you ever move back here? Or do you think Maybe. the Netherlands are, like, where you want to live for the rest of your life? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. It's cool. Like, now that I'm here, I'm starting to miss home a little bit. Like, when I was back home, I just really wanted to get out of there. Uh-huh, I was like, I, yeah. I want to leave. And now that I'm here, I'm like, well, back home is pretty cool. You need that. Yeah, um, you have a better appreciation for it. For sure, yeah. That was, like, my senior year of college. I just wanted to get out of New Jersey. Uh-huh. So I went to the University of Rhode Island, and I was like— Your senior year of high school. What'd I say? College. Sorry, high school. And I was like, get me out of here. And I went to URI and was like, eh, get me back to New Jersey. This place is crazy. Right. But it makes you appreciate other stuff more. Mm-hmm. But you also never wanted to leave New Jersey originally before you moved to Seattle. Right. Do you, do you appreciate New Jersey more that you're gone? No, no, no. I like. I think I appreciate Seattle more because I've lived in New Jersey. See, anytime I've traveled abroad and I've... I've only stayed in a place for a week at the longest. I've stayed in Lebanon for about... Actually, no, about 10 days. Okay. Um... Lebanon was completely different. Lebanon, I was like, get me the hell out of here. By day nine. Because it's just, it's still a developing country. Yeah, so they tough. don't have all of the rules that we are used to here. Like red lights in Lebanon don't actually mean anything. You just keep going. Um, you just honk as you go through the intersection. Wild. So I needed a little bit of order, which I was used to. Because you're used to it, yeah. yeah. Um, when I went to England, I was there for a week. I stayed in London, did Dublin for a day. I thought it was okay, but I was ready to come back. Yeah, same. Um, Mexico I've done for a while, but that's a vacation. It's not like actually hanging out. When I came back from, sorry, seven days in uh, Paris and England, I didn't even get upstairs to my apartment. I walked into the pizza place below my apartment in Jersey City with my luggage and was like, I need pizza. (laughs) What's the biggest, like, food thing you miss from the Netherlands? Um, Like... Like what is Dutch there something that we don't have here? Uh some like spices and stuff like that. Oh, wow. But it's not I don't know. The 
thing I miss the most is my dad's cooking because my dad's from Indonesia and that's like just really good. <laughs> but okay. not yeah, like she told me this. Yeah, not like specific Dutch food. Okay. Um, well, back home, another big difference is that back home people don't go out for dinner that much. Wow. And here, like here, it's just like with my host family that I'm living with right now, we just go out for dinner maybe like twice a week. Yeah. And uh, back home, we used to do like three times a year just on Whoa. birthdays or it's like every a other day eating thing. at home yeah it's like every day at home and it's like a family dinner like every day you're that's just cool, sitting though. together and just like talking yeah. it's, it's like more like um yeah family thing i guess when growing up though my mom would make us dinner almost every yeah, night. yeah i think it was when at least during the weekdays it all depends obviously on everyone's situation yeah. but same going out was a big thing i think as i got older my parents were like I don't want to cook anymore. So then we started going out once in a while. Well, also, they can trust taking you out as an older kid. I was a good kid. See, I had younger brothers, so there was always a little kid for True. for a while. Ashley was bad. We Your all sister? know Ashley's bad. Um, what else do we have today, Carla Marie? Okay. Emails. Are we going to emails now? We can. We have 33 unread emails in our inbox. Okay, we're not going to go through 33 no. emails right now. Um, for the record, I want to point this out. So we, when we started this podcast, and this is not going to be bickering, this is more just factual. When we started this podcast, my job was to take care of all of the production of it, the sound of it, posting it, stuff like that. Carla Marie was supposed to be the, the social email person. I am. But we have 33 unread emails. <laughs> because I don't respond to them, we just read them in the podcast. But you're not ready to read them. I'm ready. But have you gone through any of these before? Some have been popping up on my phone throughout oh, the week. okay. Just making sure that we know who's doing their job and who isn't. You have no choice. You have to do your job or the podcast doesn't post. Yeah, exactly. And I share it every week. Maybe we need to uh, switch roles so at some point. I don't know how to say this correctly, but Shanaz, S-H-A-H-N-A-Z. Shanaz? Shanaz emailed us and said, please do not stop doing the podcast. I enjoy you guys very much. Your podcast makes my Friday, and I listen to you in the morning on iHeart. I follow you on Twitter and Instagram from Florida. You are awesome. Sweet. It's crazy that we've never heard her text in to our show. Yeah. So text in. 97373. Um, I'm just keeping the longer ones. Oh, I was so Oh, so you're, so you're taking the easy road. Yeah. I will <laughs> respond next week, maybe. All right, so we got this email, and I was so pumped from this person. You can't stop the podcast was the sub- subject line. Okay. Do you know who sent this? Your mom? My no. Mom? Lakota. Oh, cool. Lakota was one of the first people who emailed us when we started doing My Day Friday from Alaska. Yeah. So we were so pumped. Who knew we'd be so close to Lakota one day? He said, hey, you big dumb idiots. It's been a while since I last emailed you guys, but it's your good old Alaskan friend Lakota. I love your new morning show, and I listen every morning on iHeartRadio. <gasps> and we're in the same time zone. I want to come visit. He said, I listen every morning on iHeartRadio, and I look forward to every Friday to listen on the OG podcast. I'm actually going to be moving to Portland. We can't go visit him. <laughs> to start my first business, I'm definitely going to stop by and see you guys sometime. Cool. With much love, Lakota. P.S. You two aren't allowed to stop the podcast. you got to give the people what they want. The show must go on. That's another long one. Henry will read that next week. Erica. I want everyone to, this week, <laughs> Carla Marie has to go through every single email before the next podcast. So, Email us, my day Friday show <laughs> at Gmail. Okay. 
Hey, CMNA. I'm a listener from Des Moines, Iowa. I love your podcast so much and have listened basically since the beginning. I listen every week and love to listen to you guys while I'm cleaning my house or a lot of times I'll listen while I shower. Please don't stop doing the podcast. I love the idea of doing a video podcast and also having it on iHeart. By the way, I died laughing at your podcast from last week. Anthony's laugh gets me every time. Love you, big dumb idiots. I told you you should laugh more. I don't know how to laugh. Okay, Erica. Or maybe be funnier. I can't laugh at myself all the time. (laughs) So then we asked people last week to email us and say, why do you listen or where do you listen? Diana said, hey, guys, I'm currently listening to the podcast while folding clothes in my bedroom, which is not my favorite thing to do. Same. She said, but you guys make me not think about it. So thanks. I live in South Florida now, but I'm originally from New York and have been listening to My Day Friday from the beginning. Love you guys so much. Please never stop the podcast. P.S. I also listen to your morning show every morning while I work, and it's freaking awesome. Keep up the good work. By the way, if you're one of these weirdos, who for some reason wants to listen to this podcast more often. Um, do us a favor. When we post this podcast, share it. Put it on Facebook. Put it on Twitter. Just share it with your uh, your peeps. Or that MySpace. Way. Yeah, if MySpace is your thing, Friendster. Uh, this is from Lore. Mi Gente. Wasn't that a Spanish one? I think there was a Spanish Facebook called Mi Gente. Isn't that the song we played? It is also a song. Let me look that up. So Lore emailed, hey there, I listen from Indianapolis. I work in health insurance and have a job where I can listen to you live and to the podcast through the iHeartRadio app. Love you both. Well, that's fun. Also, it's cool because some of these people are sending from Gmail, and I can see their pictures, and it's fun seeing what people look like because we never know. Launched in 2000, the current iteration of MiHente.com is an online social networking site specifically targeting the Hispanic community. Its former parent company, Community Connect, uh, claimed MiHente.com was the fastest-growing English language site for the Hispanic community with over 3 million registered users. Mi gente. I so if you, have a, if you are Hispanic and you have a mi gente account, feel free to share. Okay, Jeff emailed, hello, first, please do not stop the podcast. Love listening to you two, and the fun you have makes me smile. I feel like everyone just caught up on that one. Can't stop the podcast. That was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. It's weird. I listen from Dayton, Ohio while I work in the banking world studying analytics or while I'm driving different places. Oh, studying analytics. He said, I try to listen to the big show as well each day, but unfortunately, I have to be on conference calls all too often. (laughs) Carla Marie, I hope the pain you have been having eases up. Anthony, I'm glad you did not take a job in another city. I think you two together makes a great show. Keep it up. It's an okay show. And by pain, he means my back pain. Next Thursday, I go for my informational appointment about my- Maybe he meant pain as in you're a pain in my ass. Shot. (laughs) Should I keep going? Would you like to, Carla Marie? Thomas. All right. I'm a newish listener from Orlando. The newest or newish? Newish. I okay. wonder where, how, why. Why don't you oh, ask Let him? me see if he wrote it. Okay. He did, I think. <laughs> I'm a newish listener from Orlando. I'm an insurance adjuster, and I listen to you guys, the Brooklyn Boys podcast and the Acquired Taste Girls on iHeart while I drive from claim to claim. Okay. I drive over 300 miles a week. Also, in regards to this episode, Anthony talked about funny things during sex. And Bert Kreischer? Who's that? I don't know. And Bert Kreischer talked about how twice he was. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> this is why you're supposed to read the emails ahead of time, Carla Marie. That's the whole point. Thomas, seriously. Can you, you edit it? No. You can't make no. that family friendly at all. Um, I don't know who Bert Kreischer is. Okay, it doesn't matter. But he was performing. Axe on his wife and she farted. Oh, that's awful. You wanted me to read it. Oh, that's awful. 
That's really bad. He said, I started listening to the big show since I was a kid in Connecticut, and CM still has my favorite phone tap when you called a listener and told her to get a boob job. Love you guys. Don't stop the podcast. You're all awesome. That was one of my faves, actually. A question for you, Carla Marie. Yeah. And you you haven't really Down been Down to on, 26 on red. You haven't been on Bumble or anything recently, right? Um, no. So, apparently I matched with someone on Bumble, and the comment, because obviously as a guy you have to wait for the girl to, mm-hmm. to message you. Here was the comment. Where is it? Let's see. How has your week been so far? I've had people ask me I that. I thought to myself, I get it, you're starting a conversation and that's nice. You should go off and be like, awful, this sucks, I hate this, and this happened. My dog died. One guy, I think one time, told me, he's like, yeah, I almost got hit by a car this week. I was like, I gotta go. Maybe he was trying to make you feel bad for him. <laughs> um, but when you're, and maybe this is a question for everyone, when you're meeting people through an app like that, mm-hmm. do you really want the small talk? Like, how was your week? I don't know. You don't care how your week was. But how, what do you say? What if you had to have the opening line? I, that's why I like Tinder. Because I don't. Or not Tinder, Bumble. I mean Bumble. But if you had to, what would you have said? Um, I'd probably take a look at... The person's profile. Like, let me go. Let me open up Bumble right now. Because it's so tough. Is Bumble available in the Netherlands? Oh, I gotta turn your mic on. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Do you have I dating think, apps? Yeah. I Tinder. Think, yeah, Tinder, Bumble. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. So, don't use them. But I think it's available. I just didn't use it. Don't. Then. <laughs> okay. So Heidi messaged me. Heidi. Hey, how's your week going? Is that like the question to ask now? How's your week going? What day? That was that was a long time ago. I haven't responded to Heidi since last year. But doesn't your conversation expire? No. Once you start a conversation, once you respond, it stays there. Mine don't. As far as I know. Do you pay for Bumble Extreme? Oh, I did. I actually told someone I only swiped on them because we went to the same school and because they worked in radio. This was back in New Jersey. You said that? Yeah. I. She said, "Okay, so this girl's name is Kelly." (laughs) She worked, Kelly works for. Oh no, my combos are still here. WFAN and WCBS in New York. She's the afternoon traffic reporter at CBS Radio. That's crazy. So I was swiping. I also think my friend John also matched with her and might have gone on a date with her. That's weird. Um, so she messaged me first, obviously, and she wrote, You went to ASHU and work in radio? How did we not know each other? And I said, I don't know, but I saw radio in your profile, and it's always good to know more radio people. That's the only reason I swiped. I also went to the hall. Okay, let's see. My What do you say to guys? Well, my last conversation actually is with our coworker Maddie. You, we, you we matched with him on Bumble? Yeah. Um my other conversation was with a guy named Anthony. <laughs> really? And it ended with him asking for my phone number and I was like, nah. And then you just stopped responding? Mm-hmm. You didn't even say no? Nah. I'd rather that I figured that So Destiny messaged There's me. There's more girls in my thing than guys because I had Bumble BFF. October uh first. And she wrote had to rematch. I guess I matched with her Ooh. earlier. As I listened to your show almost every morning, and I couldn't pass up the opportunity to say hello, which then puts me in an awkward situation. Yeah. Because now that I know you listen to the morning show, I don't want to be the D-bag that, that's the microphone, that um that doesn't respond. You also don't really want to go on a date with someone exactly. who's like, I listen to you every morning. So I don't know what to do. Because they also have like a preconceived notion of who you are and everything about you and then they meet you and it's like weird and you don't know anything about them and oh I think who I am on the radio is probably way nicer than who I am in real life (laughs) yeah but it's just weird that you're going on a date with someone who knows everything about you yeah Yeah, because I talk about regular life stuff yeah 
Like, how annoying would that be? It's almost like also, conversations. Also, if I listened to you on the radio, I probably wouldn't swipe on you because you sound like a psychopath. Why? How do I sound like a psychopath? All your rules. Okay. And we've talked about that in this podcast. But here's, actually. In the one title. Hold on. I think Anthony I just realized, is a crazy person. I think I just realized something. What? If it is someone who listens to the radio every they morning. Might be, it might be good. It might be good because they've already kind of gone through all of my, they know my the real, checks. They, they know. know. Or they know how to play the game because they know facts ahead of time and I can't catch them on things. Mm-hmm. She, she'll probably say things like, oh, my God, yeah, I hate when there's one thing left in the box and yeah. people keep it in the cabinet. Oh, my God, I, <laughs> I have this really organized spice cabinet. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, girl, tell me about that spice cabinet a little more. <laughs> what kind of spices you got there? Are they all matching containers? Uh, mm. Mm? Mm. <laughs> That's how I talk. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. Um, what is, do you have a go-to line on Bumble? I think I would. Oh, I normally opened up with. I never know what to say. So I let's see. Um, a lot of guys, but because my profile said something along the lines of um, moved here from New Jersey, or whatever. So people would talk to me about that. Oh, I got this one from Brittany. This is oh, this I is two said, years ago. Hello there, Anthony. I'm headed to the gym, but wanted to say hi before it expires. I'll come back with a good pickup line when I'm done. Um, let's see. What was the good I never got a good da, 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 da. <laughs> And then I responded with Oh, because she never responded after that or took her a full day. And I said, Dave, you spent a lot of time at the gym. Uh she said, I'm buff. What can I say? <sighs> Let's see. No pickup line. Mine was No pickup line. I said, Bumble just told me I have 15. 15- oh, no. Sorry. She wrote mac and cheese, cold or hot? Like asking me a question. That Is was she a, pickup a psychopath? Line. Hot all the time. Who eats cold mac and cheese? Ma- that's just macaroni salad. <laughs> you're either dying because that's the only thing you have available to eat, or you're a serial killer. Yeah, that's. I hope you ended that conversation there. Do people eat cold macaroni and cheese in the Netherlands? Well, we don't really eat macaroni and cheese. So what? Like, I no. can't move there ever. You just have pasta, you're not like. Macaroni but not like a craft macaroni and you cheese. You should bring some like, back, and it's not a thing. Well, I mean, people mind. eat it. But it's not like you know macaroni and cheese. Not like a thing. Oh, it's a thing here. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a thing. My opening to Elliot. Was you ever on the regular show and just in the middle of everything? Do they do this in the yeah, Netherlands? Yeah, yeah. Tell uh, us about the Netherlands. <laughs> so Elliot, I messaged him and said, "Bumble just told me I have 59 minutes, or this disappears." So I felt compelled to say something, and then he said, "Nice, glad you did. Happy Friday. Ready? Have a good week. <laughs> have a good week." <laughs> It's just weird. These car- and That's why I don't think, I think when they first came about, Tinder, Bumble, they were huge, mm-hmm. right? Everyone was on them, swiping. A lot of it was just for gratification. Um, but I don't think people actually want to meet people like that. And I know, like my I friend know. Greg got married uh, in September and he met his wife on no, Tinder or Bumble or something. I don't want to meet anyone on there. It is fun to have random conversations, though, with strangers. I liked Bumble BFF. I never met up with anyone from there, but I thought that was cool. Which one was Bumble BFF? Where you could match with, like, I could match with girls who were looking oh. for friends. Did you, and you had conversations with mm-hmm. them? or yeah. About what? What they did here. Because mine, I clearly just moved here. I purposely wouldn't really swipe on people who said they lived here forever because I was V confused by people who <laughs> didn't have friends and were on Bumble but lived here forever. What if all their friends moved? They'll find me then. Okay. Fate. What else do we have today, Carla Marie? That's it. We got to go. There's a party happening here at work, and we're missing it. What party? The work anniversary birthday party thing, and I hope it's not for my birthday. Is that where everyone just stares at a cake? Yeah, we all stare at a cake and everybody's name on a board <laughs> for the month, but I don't know if March 5th counts for this party. No, this is the January right. party. What? 
This is all the birthdays that passed no, in January. No, we did the January party. Okay, so then this is all the February birthdays. But February's short, so they may have used some of March, and I got to go. <laughs> all right, go. Get out of here. <laughs> um, this was actually kind of a long podcast. You talked about a lot of random things. But thank you for spending the last uh, 35, 40 minutes with us. And we'll get to those other 26 emails next week. Email us, because Carla Marie has no. one job between now and next Friday, and that oh, is to shit. read one. Read and paraphrase every single email that comes through so we can talk about it next week. Fine. Keep them short, people. My Day Friday <laughs> at G- My Day Friday Show. He at doesn't G- even know it. My Day Friday Show at gmail.com. Oh, it's okay. Happy Super Bowl. Go neither team. <laughs> Chaniga Analytic Business Solutions, CABS, a 2020 Washington Post top workplace, is looking for professionals like you in the Greenbelt, Maryland area to join its team. CABS specializes in engineering and IT for federal agencies and offers a competitive benefits package and an appreciation for work-life balance. Does this sound like a good fit for you, your career, their mission? Fulfill the mission and apply for your next career move today. Visit chenegaabs.com to learn more.